Hey, thanks for joining us at Connection Point Church. You know, we would love for you to stay connected and a simple way for you to do that is to subscribe so that each week you can get notified when new content goes live. We'd also love to keep in touch with you throughout the week and the best way to do this is through our Connection Point Facebook page. Now with all that being said, let's go to this week's message with our lead pastor, Zach Maddox. Oh man, well welcome Connection Point Church to Vision Sunday. 2021. And, and this is typically a day where we look ahead to, to understand what God is wanting to do through this body. But today's it's a little bit different. In April, we put together a church identity team made up of a cross section of our congregation across ages, races, genders, professional background, years at Connection Point. Uh, they were all individuals who faithfully serve this body. Uh, they serve with our, our youth, with kids, with guest services, music production. Some were pastors, uh, a couple were deacons. Now, they all serve our community in, in various ways. And, and over the course of the past seven months, lots of long meetings, outside readings, subcommittee meetings, this team logged over 700 combined hours toward this process of who we are. Isn't that awesome? If you are a part of the church identity team meeting and you're here in the room this morning, do you mind to stand? Can you stand this morning? Who's here? I'm not sure. I know Deanne's here. Anybody else that was part of that? Malcolm? Anybody else a part of those? Thank you, you guys. Candice. I know we've got some serving in the kitchen right now. They're preparing the newcomer's lunch. You've got people you know, in the kids' areas. So, so many ways that this team helped us better understand who we are as a church. And, and we've been going through this message series from the New Testament book of Ephesians, looking at who are we? And that's kind of more individual, who we are in Christ. And so you need to know who you are in Christ. I need to know who I am in Christ. But we also need to know who we are as a local church. So you've got your individual identity in God's kingdom, which is always part of the church. But then we've got this local identity and both are really important. You know, why did God see fit? to work through Pastor Bill McKee and others to start a church in the four seasons 37 years ago. Why did God do that? God has a plan for this church and it's vital that we understand that plan. Because here's the thing, when you know who you are, you know what to do. It's so important that we understand who we are. And so what we wanna do this Vision Sunday is we want to, to share with you all that was uncovered in the last seven months. And the way we want to handle this today is to actually have you join us for one of our meetings. But the good news for you is it won't be five hours like all of our other meetings were. So we've got a shortened version this morning, but really we just want to invite you to be a part of that process that we walk through to help you see how we arrived at, because um, some of you have seen those in the, in the monthly letters that have gone out, but we want to explain how did we arrive there. It's so important that we do that. And so we're going to have you participate in a couple of activities. We'll, we'll take a look at some videos this morning of people talking about that process or just some of our congregation um, talking about how they've experienced our values. So we're going to do that a couple of different ways. And, and so the way we want to start this morning is by asking the following question. If Connection Point Church were a car, what would it be? So this was one of our exercises. So here's what I want you to do. Go ahead, talk to your neighbor, deliberate, make and model. If Connection Point Church were a car, what would it be and why? There's a reason why you chose the car you did. All right, go, talk to your neighbor. 
If you're online, you should be doing this at home. Talk to your family. You have a good one. All right, you've had a little bit of time. What'd you come up with? Somebody yell it out. What is it? Ford F-150, what else? A fire truck. A Subaru Outback, I heard. An SUV that has a lot of value. A lot of baggage. All right, carries lots of baggage. <laughs> All right, well, I want to share with you, we went through, this was really to, to help us begin to think about who we are. So here's what the church identity team came up with. Toyota Avalon. It's reliable, it's quality, it's dependable. This is the reasons they gave. So we had the Subaru Outback, but they said the wagon. They want room for people. Reliable, international, all-terrain, family, it's relevant. Buick LeSabre. Some of you don't even know what that is. It's comfortable, we got families here, it's dependable, it's been around. Toyota RAV4 Hybrid, that was very specific. Midline, something people want, it's fun, it's international, it can hold several people. And then we did come up with the Ford F-150. But the dual cab, we want room for people. Welcoming, it's four by four, it's on the go, room to grow. So we, we opened with this exercise in one of our meetings for the purpose of, it helps you to begin to think and understand this church is unique. It's unique. It's not like any other church that exists in the world. And we are not a car, <laughs> we are a church. And but what we wanted to understand is what kind of church are we? Why did God have us exist here? Because we are called by God as a church to fulfill the mission of God, of being a church who makes disciples, who make disciples that love God and love others. But how this mission is accomplished, it is unique to every local church. According to three important things, this is, this is where we landed on who we are. You've got to look at your local predicament. What's going on in the community in which you live? And then you've got to look at your collective potential. Who is your congregation and what do they bring to the table? And then the last piece is, what are your passions? We call that our apostolic esprit. What kind of passions has the Lord given your body? In the intersection of your local community, your collective potential, and your passions, that is your unique mission as a church, which is something that we call our kingdom concept. So here's a graphic of that, so you can kind of see what that looks like, that we are in a particular place. We are at the corner of 231 and Cumberland Avenue. And if you know the history of this church, God picked that point for this body. There was a reason for it. And so knowing that we're in this local uh, community, down the street from a major university, in a town that sees people transition. Like, there's all of these things that you can unpack in terms of our local predicament. But then we also are a people that for 37 years, God has been building this church and the, the church is people. And so then we've got this potential of who we can be to make a difference in the local community in which we live. And then God fills us with these passions in order to make a difference in our local church. And so then the intersection of those three things so, you know, I used to be a math teacher, so I get to show you Venn diagrams today. And some of you are like, oh, sweet Jesus, I didn't come to church for math today. 
<laughs> That's all right. Welcome. Welcome to my math classroom today. But at the intersection of those three things is our unique mission. And so that's part of how we landed on it. So what I want to do this morning is allow you to see and hear from some of our church identity team members as we talked about those things, what we came up with. But then also what I want you to not only see is what our mission is, but then what our values are. The values that God has been really bringing up within this body uh, for a lot of years. And so then we've got some of the members of our congregation who talk about how they've experienced those values. So let's take a look at that video this morning. place where there's so many secular mindsets, people that um, just are filled with what the world wants to tell them. And um, it's an opportunity for us to speak truth in that. In that same situation, we're in a situation where people are constantly in a state of transition. Um, they maybe are going through a job change or they have a schooling degree change or maybe a new marriage or there's so many different transitions that people are going through that we are uniquely posed, poised in a place where we can um, maybe minister to those, those people. It's very interesting that God has put our church at the intersections of highways. So here we are, people are coming and going by and, and seeing us. And as far as needs and opportunities, um, Wow, the fact that we're right next to a university, that um, we can touch the world with the university right here at hand, but at the same time in the neighborhoods of all kinds of neighborhoods, suburb or uh, uh, housing additions, apartments, um, uh, mobile home park, just all kinds of neighborhoods of people that would be looking for um, a place for their families to lay a Christian foundation. Perfect opportunity. The uniqueness of, of Connection Point Church circles around um, the intersection of rich heritage and culture uh, and, and kind of the new generation um, with Purdue being so close. I mean, you think about our church, you think about Lafayette as well as West Lafayette. Um, we are smack dab in the middle of a, a large um, university as well as Ivy Tech. Uh, is full of students from, you know, domestically as well as international. So I think that's one huge component that um, we have here in, in West Lafayette. Um, you also have people that are just in transition. So whether they're coming here for jobs, whether they're, you know, coming here to just to be with other family, um, people are transitioning to West Lafayette as well as Lafayette. Um, so you always have uh, people just in, in transition. So these students are here and they're away from home. Um, so they're always looking for um, sense of community, sense of family, away from family. So God has uniquely placed us in West Lafayette to provide that for them. One of the things that we uncovered through the process was the, the generosity of this church. 
uh, and just the fact that through that generosity, we have resources available um, and we can use those resources to, to impact our community in a, in a, in a serious way. Uh, I think we are doing a lot of good things and I think there's still more that we can do with those resources. I see in our congregation lots and lots of people who uh, have uh, interest in education. We've got um, university uh, faculty and administrators. We've got high school teachers, middle school teachers, elementary teachers, people that are just interested in uh, learning. So our just default, I think, is that we want to learn about Jesus. We want to add him to, to our repertoire of knowledge and grow wise in the Lord. So when you look at CPC, you see a lot of spiritual maturity up here, a lot of wise people, but I think it's a good mixture of um, wise as well as young um, to help the church move forward, you know, so we're not stagnant in one place. Uh, we also have uh, leadership that's really focused on disciple making, uh, foreign missions as well as missions here in the city. The body that the God has put together at Connection Point Church, um, it's been very interesting to unearth what God has put together. And it's a body that is uh, one with hearts of generosity, people that want to, to give, um, give out of their abundance, uh, give out of their lack, but uh, it's, it's a giving body, so very generous. As uh, Jesus calls us to, I feel like Jesus calls us to be on mission to tell others about him. And as we're doing it, then lives transform. So transforming lives uh, is so inspirational. No matter where you're at in your walk, I feel like a life that is ongoing and changing, developing and being more Christ-like, that's exciting. I think they're very energized by missions. Um, I think they're very energized when they see life change um, happening um, across the congregation. I think they're energized when people go out and they leave the doors and they're out in the community and they're they're talking with the community and they're not afraid to spread, spread the gospel. Uh, I, I think our leadership is energized by seeing what the Spirit is doing uh, and following that. And that, that came out through our, through our vision and through our, our metrics and measures. Uh, through Spirit-led, and I think that's what really drives the leadership in this church. The transformation that takes takes place in a person's life when they invite Jesus in, to follow Him, to be transformed, to become more like Jesus, uh, that growing in wisdom. So um, it just becomes a focus of, of how we organize uh, what we do here because we want people to be uh, authentic followers of Jesus. The intersection of our place, our people, and our passion. That's what we do best as a local church. That's God's will for us. It's our mission, equipping people to live as authentic followers of Jesus. But not only are we a church with a mission, but the Lord has given us values. Authentic community, spirit-led, God encounters, generous living, and world impact. And here's how people at Connection Point have been experiencing those values.
I can honestly say the very first time that we came and visited, my wife and I came and visited, and we walked up to the door, and I, I have never felt so welcomed in my entire life any place. Um, the second I walked through the door, um, I just knew this was it. I didn't have to go, go anywhere else. Um, and I really decided to just dive right into the community here. One of the things that we loved when we when we came in the doors first was uh, the greeters and the friendly smiles. But as we got into the community, uh, we would find these individuals who are almost like community ambassadors, right? And they would um, not only invite us into their homes, but they would also be intentional to invite other people into their homes at the same time uh, to connect us with them, uh, people that they thought we might uh, connect with or be able to have relationship with. Have we found community? Absolutely, positively, yes. Um, we were very intentional about um, interjecting ourselves into the community, however. We sought to serve, we sought to be involved, and we sought out relationships. And um, I do feel like that um, helped us in the development of community. Anytime you, you change you change houses, you move, you go to apartment or you go to house. It just takes a while for some place to feel like home. And for us, that's the way it was here. Uh, it, it did take a little while for us this to be home for us. I have never been any place where I felt so loved, accepted, um, valued, and um, and I think that is kind of at the heart of a real community. So I grew up um, Southern Baptist, and um, obviously, like the Holy Spirit is part of the teaching there, but. Um, be, things being spirit-led and like Holy Spirit baptism is not something that I was familiar with until I came to Connection Point. And at first, coming from a Baptist background, like at first, um, I was a little weirded out by it. But now, um, after being able to um, really get into the whys and the basis behind it in scripture, um, we've done quite a few messages on it. And I've gone, had the ability to go back and listen to all of the messages um, really that have ever been done here on Holy Spirit baptism. Um, I've really learned so much. Um, and it's, it's really laid a foundation for me spiritually um, in how to rely on the Holy Spirit and how to let the Holy Spirit lead me as I lead my family and as I lead mom's group or the children's ministry or whatever I happen to be in. My wife and I have experienced it and and really just hearing the Lord say, uh, where there's a need, step in and, and fulfill that need if you can. If you have the talents, if you have the, the, the knowledge, the skills, the ability, uh, the interest even, uh, just jump in. Every morning when I pray, my life has really become supernaturally led by the Spirit of God. It's, it's been amazing. Um, as I pray each morning, usually the Holy Spirit will speak to me and uh, to pray for certain people or um, certain things that are going on. Uh, I'll give you an example. One morning I was, uh, after my Bible reading, I was praying and, and somebody came to my mind and I, and I was praying for them and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, they're not doing well. So I prayed for them for a while in, in the Spirit and 
later on that day, I called them and I said, hey, how, how are you doing? And they said, oh, great, everything's going great. And I go, really? I said, because I felt like the, the Lord told me that you weren't doing so well. It's dead silent. And they start crying. And they said, it's, it's true. I'm not doing well. So I encouraged them in the Word, prayed with them, told them a few things. They called me the next day and said, hey, everything you told me, I was listening to this radio broadcast, and everything you told me, the radio preacher went over and said exactly what you said. I said, well, it's, it's just confirmation that Jesus loves you. And so about two days later, I called them back again and felt like that they needed a little bit more encouragement. And they said, okay, great, thank you, appreciate it. Then the next day they called me and were in tears and said, you're not gonna believe this, but everything you told me again was exactly what the radio preacher said again. And, she, and they said, I was just overwhelmed by the love of Christ that on two separate occasions, he had somebody praying for me. I mean, what an awesome experience. What, how awesome to just be a part of that here. Spirit led, everything, everything about this church feels spirit led from the moment you walk in. It is an environment. Um, Steve and I talked about that, that we feel like we were finally planted in a rich environment that supported ideas and principles and values that we had. And so that environment just nurtured all of these things and, and it accelerated our growth exponentially while we've been here. And that's only by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have encountered God in a way that's challenged me to continue to grow, to continue to develop. Um, and it's been, it really comes down to the Lord asking me to do some things that uh, I'm not always the most comfortable in. And, you know, having the faith to say yes, it's really challenged uh, me and, you know, my, my abide time and you know how I'm investing uh, into growing and developing uh, my spirit uh, and spending time with the Lord. Um, so I, I guess the God encounter is again comes down to there's these things that you God wants to do and he wants you to partner with him and and are you saying yes to that? Uh, and if you are saying yes to that, know that there's going to be challenges that uh, refine you as a believer. Um, as, you, as you give, as you serve, uh, as you uh, encounter God. I was approached by um, some ladies who, who were doing prayer and um, to pursue some prayer time. Um, and they introduced me to um, God listening prayer in, and the things God touched in my life, even things that I thought had already been healed. Um, he touched them in such a deeper way during these times of prayer. And it was only because these ladies had approached me and pursued this for me, with me and in me. Um, and he has, he has, he has pulled things out by the root that happened in my childhood, that happened in my teenage years. And, and it is all, all because somebody cared enough to say, let's get together and pray. Here, I believe, you know, anytime you're gonna plant seed in the ground, you gotta have the right environment and it's gotta be nurtured. And there is a nurturing environment here that, that promotes growth. And 
And I definitely experienced the presence of the Lord during the services, but we should experience the presence of the Lord. You know, where do we spend most of our time in fellowship with the Lord? It should be outside these walls. Huh? It just should. So our, do we have guaranteed encounters? Absolutely. But most of my guaranteed encounters are outside these walls and at other places being able to minister or just being led by the Spirit to, uh, to be able to bless and, uh, and honor others. heart of this community here at Connection is so generous and you find it in totally unexpected places. You, you see people that outside of the church, outside of the body of Christ would never brush shoulders together uh, helping each other out. Like there's, there's people who have needs that, you know, they, they see those needs and they have an open heart uh, to, to fulfill those needs, whether it's giving cars, whether it's opening up their home and letting people come in and, you know, taking care of, of children or orphans or, or whatever it might be. So I think that um, Connection Point does a great job of showing the members in the congregation congregation here how to be um, generous in just in living in general. I know, um, like, I love to show others the love of Christ through gifts. That's just one of the things that I like to do. I like to give things. Um, and I think that just coming here and being a part of the atmosphere here and um, the culture that's been created, um, I really feel like a lot of people are, um, it's not necessarily gifts, but are just so generous with their time or um, whether it be a gift. Um, like I know my family has needed like just in rough times with like my husband being deployed or, or off in training or whatever like I can't even tell you how many meals have been made for my family um, it's just it's not just that um, tangible you know it, it might be a meal but it means so much more than that and I just feel like our whole congregation is that way like I said um, earlier like there I mean, there's probably a hundred people that I could pick up my phone and call right now that would show up for me if I needed them. And that is just, it's incredible. It really is incredible. Um, it's unlike anything that I have ever experienced before. Well, I love that we're involved in and we're partnering with other uh, organizations outside the church, whether it's Trinity uh, Mission, whether it's Matrix Life Care, uh, Food Finders. We have our own food pantry for those that are outside in the community. Um, there's a host of prison ministry um, that we're not just about taking care of our own, but we're about taking care of the community also. What I find the the most interesting thing about Connection Point Church is that whether I'm at the local market or shopping or getting together with a group of friends, if someone ever asks me where I go to church, um, 90% of the time people have heard of Connection Point Church and I think, I think that's an incredible testimony of how far reaching um, we are into the community. I know that we give 
generously to a lot of these organizations um, in order to make a larger community impact right here. Um, but what's also super neat that I have also learned in the last year is how many of our people that are actually in these organizations volunteering um, and mentoring members of the community. One of the things that my wife and I have loved about Connection Point and the leadership here is uh, a central focus on missions. We, we have you know, missions, conferences, we have missionaries that come out and we're able to ask them questions. We're able to uh, better understand how it is that we're supporting uh, you know, the cause of Christ around the world. Um, I feel like when I, when I walk through the hallway uh, with all of the, the unreached people groups and you know, start to notice like there's lines across there, I, I know that we're making a difference. I know that we're, we're going to places, we're getting finance behind things that are, are getting the gospel to people. Um, and we're taking care of those people who are laborers out there. Uh, and it's, I know it's not always easy for missionaries. And so the fact that we've made it so easy to have those relationships, so easy for just the normal people in our congregation to support through email, through prayer, through these conferences is amazing. Sam, Sam comes to mind. There was a video of Sam and Sam said, I am here and I am with Jesus because of your prayers. And man, that's far reaching. That is far reaching. He is about as far around the globe as we can get. And, and he even knows, he knows that he has Jesus because of, of what we're doing here at Connection Point Church. This church is us, it's, it's you. And, and so what we get to see there is just a reflection of, of who God has been making this church to be. And, and so as we uncover that unique contribution of who we are in the body of Christ, that because we're in West Lafayette, that we're equipping people. We are, we are a church that has many educators that are here. And so we have this ability to equip but we love to see transformation happen. So that happens as we become these followers of Jesus, but authenticity is so important in our community, especially in a university town. We don't need any more people fake. We don't need fake Christians, right? We need authentic Christians and our community needs that. So that's the mission that we're going after. But then the question is, well, what does it look like to be an authentic follower of Jesus and how do we help people get there? And so then that's what our strategy and our measures are all about. So to help us this morning to, to understand the value of strategy, now we get to look at more numbers. Okay, you weren't excited enough for that this morning? Now we get to look at more numbers. All right, so in your seat backs this morning, there is a piece of paper with a blue ribbon on it. You can pull that out. It may have been on the seat that you're sitting on. If there's not enough papers in your row because your row is packed, if you raise your hand, we've got guest services and they can pass out a paper to you. Everybody's going to want one. So I see a hand over here on the left. Anybody else not get a paper? You're going to need a pen. A pen is helpful. So there's pens in the seat back. So grab the paper, grab a pen. Thank you, guest services. Thank you, deacons, for helping. Everybody needs a paper. So
So we get to participate in a little bit of competition this morning. Hey, it's nice to have healthy competitions, a good thing. It is not in the Bible, but that's okay. It's meant to be a joke. Come on. All right, so here's what we're going to do. So you're going to have 60 seconds. I've got a second hand. We're going to do that. 60 seconds. What you want to do, this is like a dot to dot. So just do one side. You're going to connect the, the numbers, one to two to three to four. So use your pen to try to draw those connections together. Do it lightly or you're going to draw on your pants this morning. All right, so 60 seconds. Everybody knows what they're doing. Dot to dot. There are no dots. Go. Connect them, one to two to three. Don't skip. Should have some theme music in the background. Any stressful music we could play right now? Yes. <laughs> Stop. Put your pens down. Put your pens down. All right, that's it. That's it. All right, now I need everybody to stand. Could I have the house lights up a little bit this morning? Everybody stand. If you were on the church identity team, have a seat. You don't get to win today. You got to participate. You just don't get to be a winner. All right. If you got to 20, stay standing. Wow, that knocked out a lot of people. Wow. All right, we've still got a few people standing. Got some people in the balcony too. All right, if you got to 25, stay standing. Oh, that knocked out. Oh no, that knocked out too many. Okay, 20, stand back up. 21. Okay, we've still got one standing. We got one in the balcony. Two, all right, oh, I got. 22, stay standing. Oh, no. 23, stay standing. Oh, no, stand back up, stand back up. I lost both of you. Is there anybody between these, anybody else besides these two standing? So 23. Hey, well done. Stay standing, stay standing. <laughs> Shelly has a Starbucks gift card for you. And now everybody's like, wait a minute. I didn't know there was prizes. <laughs> Sorry, Shelly. I figured it happened somebody in the balcony. Get our steps in today. All right. Now, I want you to look up on the screen. There's a pattern to the numbers. One to two to three to four to five to six. Anybody pick up on that pattern? There's a pattern. Our engineer did. All right, so now you get a second opportunity. But now you know there's gift cards at play. There should be no lying in this room. 
If you lie in church, it's like doubly bad. All right, flip it over, 60 seconds, go. And stop. Pens down. Everybody stand up. I bet you did better this time. Church identity team, you can stay seated. All right, 20 and under, have a seat. Ooh. 30 and under, have a seat. Oh, we're moving now. 35 and under, have a seat. Uh-oh, we still got some. 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 46. Hawk, well done. <laughs> So we do this exercise to share for us to equip people as authentic followers of Jesus. It's really important that we have a very clear strategy because otherwise what you'll find in, in local churches is people will kind of meander and do whatever, but it necessarily helps them arrive at who they are in the kingdom of God. And that's ultimately what we, we want to see happen. So as we work through some exercises with our church identity team, what we realize is those things which are most important in the life of believers to help them become authentic followers of Jesus were three very important things. So I'm going to put that on the screen for you. This is our strategy. We know that we do want to foster a lifestyle of worship and prayer, and that's a bit of what we do on a Sunday morning. But out of that lifestyle of worship and prayer, in order for people to grow and become authentic followers of Jesus, people grow in groups and classes. So if you're in a life group, that's wonderful because it's so important you get into a smaller group of people that you can really start to do life with and be challenged by and encouraged by. Those life groups matter. In January, we're gonna relaunch classes. So maybe a life group's not the best fit for you right now, but like a 12-week class would be a great place for you to plug in and start to grow. Classes on marriage and parenting and personal finances or on prayer and Bible study. All kinds of things that you could plug in and say, you know what, I believe the Lord wants me to grow in this way in this spring semester that we're going to be in. So I want you to think about these things because what we want to do is, the question I want everybody to ask themselves today is, number one, are you equipped? And number two, are you equipping? Are you equipped and are you equipping? So, and if, if you would answer that question, well, I don't really feel equipped, well, we would like to encourage you to grow in classes and groups. 
But not only that, we want to help you to, to gain a heart of service by serving on one of our serve teams. Lots of ways to plug in at connectionpointchurch.org, and you click on serve, we've talked about that. It's so important you get on a serve team. Why? Because it's about those smaller group settings where we really start to grow and become more like Christ, those authentic followers of Jesus. And then the last thing is, is where are you plugged into our community in which we live? Are you serving with Matrix? Are you serving with Trinity? Are you uh, coaching your son's basketball team? You know what? That's a great place to plug into our community and make a difference in the lives of people in our community. Because as you live like Jesus in our community, other lives are changed. It's so true. So those three things are so important. Are you growing in groups or in classes? Are you serving on a serve team? Are you in the community serving somewhere? Those three things are vital to help you become an authentic follower of Jesus, which is what our measures are. So what we're going to do is we've got a short just uh, video to sum up what it looks like, what it is we're going after as a church. So let's take a look at that, and then we'll talk about our measures. When someone visits Connection Point Church, either in person or online, our mission is what they see. Connection Point Church is equipping people to live as authentic followers of Jesus. Our values are what they feel. Authentic community, spirit-led, God encounters, generous living, and world impact. Our strategy is what people do and where they go. At the center of it all is a lifestyle of worship and prayer that motivates people to grow, serve, and go. People grow in classes and life groups. They serve on volunteer teams. And they go into our community to make a difference with their lives. And our measures are who we become as authentic followers of Jesus. Abide daily. Love Jesus and others. Share good news. Serve others. Give selflessly and make disciples. Connection Point Church, this is who we are. Amen. <laughs> so it truly is. As people come in, they see the mission. They feel the values. They go to a strategy. They plug in that way. But then they become uh, those authentic followers of Jesus. And so on your way out today, your gift today is as you go out our A and D doors. Two things I want to encourage you to, to pick up. As a family, pick up a magnet. It's a great thing to be able to list. I think these are behind me. There they are. And on the magnet is questions to help you self-evaluate how you're doing as an authentic follower of Jesus. Are you abiding daily? Have you spent time with Jesus in that day? When did you sense the presence of the Lord? So what it has is questions that help you to self-evaluate how you're doing becoming that authentic follower of Jesus. So it's, it's a refrigerator magnet. So I knew that we got these this week. I stuck it on our fridge where I make coffee in the morning. So coffee's percolating, and I'm going through questions. It's a good way to start your day. So another way that you can do that is we've got a bookmark. So if you do the digital Bible, then you can scan it, and then those measures pull up with questions. Or the questions are on the back if you have a Bible that you have at home that you can stick this in. But our encouragement is, what we know we're called to, is to help you become authentic followers of Jesus. But that also means you are then called to help others become authentic followers of Jesus too. So we want to, to do the equipping, but we also want you to help us equip others. That's what we're called to. So I'm going to invite you to stand as we, we close in song this morning. Don't forget on your way out today, you can smell it if you've got a good nose. Popcorn is being popped, so enjoy some popcorn on Main Street. Visit with other people in our congregation.
pick up one of the, the magnets and then bookmarks. Take as many of those as you want. If you could take one magnet per family, that helps us make sure everybody gets one. But thanks for being a part of Connection Point Church. God's doing great things through this body. He is doing great things through this church. And you're a part of that. And so we just celebrate that today. But let's close in song.